0: This is Aldrin St. on Beyond the Headline. It is uh, 21 minutes after three o'clock. We're in conversation next with Brooks Spector, who is an associate editor at the Daily Maverick. So Turkey says uh, it will fast-track Sweden's application to join the NATO military alliance within weeks. This is after the Turkish Parliament Foreign Affairs Commission recently abruptly postponed a session to vote on Sweden's accession. Um, to vote um, on Sweden's accession bid. But why is this issue taking so long to be finalised? We've got Brooks Spector, who is now joining us on the line. Brooks, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Good afternoon. Good to be with you.
0: Why do we see this particular delay when it comes to Sweden's application, but um, Sweden's application came at the very same time as Finland's application, and by April this year, early this year, Finland's application was approved, and it became a full member?
1: Yeah, no, it's a good question. I mean, originally, the Swedes and the Finns had had decided that they would uh, make their applications uh, in a kind of lockstep uh, to demonstrate uh, their uh, mutual affinity to uh, securing um, their borders and uh, their circumstances uh, vis-a-vis Russia, given the fact that Russia was in the process of invading Ukraine. Um, But uh, accession to NATO requires agreement by all members of NATO, and one of those members happens to be Turkey and has been for uh, 60 years, 70 years or so. Um, and the Turks had a couple of issues with the Swedes, but not with uh, Finland. Uh, one of them was the the, uh, the Swedes' willingness to allow uh, the PKK, which is a, uh, a Kurdish national nationalist group, uh, to give them... Uh, Allow them to exist in exile in Sweden, uh, and the Turks argued that that group was actually a terrorist organization rather than an exile group uh, arguing for greater rights on the part of the Kurds. Uh, There was a second part to this, uh, which which was that the Swedes had um, significant restrictions on allowing arms exports from Sweden to Turkey, and Sweden is well known as a as a premier uh, arms manufacturer with a, a, a thriving, although not huge, arms export industry, uh, the, the material is, is considered to be first class, and people like to buy it, uh, especially if, you know if they feel that they need to augment their their security arrangements. And so, both of those were, were stumbling blocks uh, for Sweden, um, and the Turks uh, ultimately got something of what they asked for, which was a new law in Sweden uh, making advocacy of terrorism a crime and relaxation of export permits uh, for Swedish manufactured arms. And with that now, the Turks have run out of excuses. And presumably, as the Turkish government says, in the next couple of weeks, uh, they will accede to Sweden's membership within NATO. Originally, uh, NATO was hoping to have this done by the time that there were NATO summits, but that may not happen.
0: Yeah, so so, so does it mean that the concerns that the Turks have now just all of a sudden fall away?
1: Well, it would apparently seem so that the two things that they were most uh, concerned with uh, have been addressed sufficiently for them to, if not be delighted, to to be acceptant. uh, The one, uh, the issue of quote unquote uh, terrorism and uh, those who advocate it, and arms export permits. Um, Turkey is has a very large standing army and it's highly regarded, but there are those uh, around the world who argue that Turkey is not absolutely the paragon of virtue in its dealing with the Kurds, or for that matter, in the way in which it deploys its military. So. Uh, you know what you have here is something of a classic compromise
0: and then with Hungary because they have said that they're not ready to ratify um, Sweden's application as well while on the other hand the Prime Minister had said that um, the approval was just basically a technicality
1: Yeah, the the Hungarians have basically said they're not going to be the last nation to to agree so um, they obviously are are now in the process of reconfiguring their Uh, their position on the matter so that they will be just one step ahead of the Turks, I guess, in saying yes.
0: Okay. Um, One of the other points that has been raised is that um, it is important to fast-track Sweden's um, application and ascension um, to um, NATO or its membership. And the concern has been that this would be to ward off threats from Russia. What are those threats? Are they apparent?
1: yeah, they, well, I mean, from the perspective of the Swedes and the Finns, they were clearly apparent. Uh, and we, you know, it, it's it's harder for us to sit sort of in you know in imperial judgment from the outside. Uh, for years and years and years, the Swedes had uh, had prom- actively promoted uh, their uh, neutrality in matters of European politics as well as uh, uh, military issues, but. In point of fact, they have long been, I don't want to say integrated, but cooperative with uh, NATO military training and uh, methodologies and approaches so that the, uh, the interoperability, there's a word for you, the interoperability of the Swedish military uh, with NATO uh, will not be a difficult one Um, The whole northern tier of Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Finland, Sweden, um, they all uh, had a real warning bell, uh, siren, two o'clock in the morning kind of siren uh, with the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. And especially the three Baltic republics uh, began to see themselves very clearly as, "Hmm, we could be next was the way in which I think they would have phrased it. Uh, And Swedes, obviously, are not about to be invaded by the Russians. Uh, The Swedes and the Russians really haven't been at war, oh dear, uh, since 1800 or thereabouts (laughs) during the Napoleonic era. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the the fact that Sweden's neighbors and some significant trading partners and relationship partners did feel that fear, has obviously motivated the Swedes. The Finns, on the other hand, have a large standing army, there's national conscription, it's well-trained, uh, it's been invaded by, by, uh, by the then Soviet Union uh, back uh, during the beginnings of World War II, uh, and uh, after World War II, the, the Soviet Union enforced uh, uh, the, the, the ceding of uh, significant chunks of Finnish territory uh, to Russia. So the the Finns very clearly felt themselves right there on the frontier. As if you look at the map, that's exactly where they are.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your time. Brooke Spector, the associate editor at the, The Daily Maverick.